We'll still be continuing on our discipleship series for a while, learning from the master, but we're going to be in Matthew 25 today. And we're just going to start uh, verses 14 through 18. And then we'll make our way through more of the passage a little later on. Matthew chapter 25, verse 14, the word of God says this, For the kingdom of heaven is as a man traveling into a far country, who called his own servants and delivered unto them his goods. Unto one he gave five talents, to another two, and to another one. And to every man, according to his several ability, and straightway he took his journey. Verse 16. Then he that had received the five talents went and traded with the same, and made them other five talents. And likewise, he that had received two, he also gained other two. Verse 18. But he that had received one went and digged in the earth and hid his Lord's money. He hid his Lord's money. Today, again, we're going to look at what the master teaches us about what it is to be good stewards of the things that the Lord has given us. And I really want to challenge you to be thinking that way today about what can am I doing? I think sometimes uh, this message may seem a little money-centered. I hope that that's not what you take away today, but that you take away what has the Lord given me and how am I using that? But it, some, for some people, it will be a, a giving thing. Let me start with an illustration. Some of you may have heard this before, but I thought it was a, a good way to kind of kick things off as we think about being stewards. This is from Bob Russell. He says, once in a sermon on hoarding, I pointed out the foolishness of waiting until we die to give our children their inheritance. I explained when we die, most likely our children will be in their 50s and 60s and likely we won't need our money then. And so until their deaths, they hoard it from our grandchildren. The time to help our children is when they're young and they need the money. Our children will actually benefit from it, and we can hear them thank us instead of wondering if they quietly hope that we croak early. <laughs> Are my kids thinking that? Way? And since we can transfer as much as $10,000 per child annually uh, without the recipients paying taxes on the gift, it's wiser to transfer resources when we're living. Well, several weeks after the sermon, I received a thank you letter from a young couple whose parents happened to be visiting that weekend. The wife explained that after hearing the sermon, her parents sent her and her brother checks for $6,000 each. Nothing even close to that had ever happened before. And the young woman wrote, my brother and I call that the $6,000 sermon. Please preach more sermons on stewardship, especially when my parents are in town. <laughs> right? giving, all right? What are you sharing? Again, today, as we think about what the Lord has given, I hope that you get this picture. And Robert's done a really good job of encouraging our church family about this as well. Stewardship is seeing that everything you have belongs to God. Are you tracking with me this morning? Not your, just your Sundays, not just your 10%, not just your devotion time, but everything you have today is God's. And what are you doing with it? And that's what I want you to think about today, hopefully, as we make our way through this. First thing I want you to think about this morning is what have you been entrusted with? What has God given to you? What have you been entrusted with? Look again, if you would, with me, verse 14. Jesus, again, this is a parable. He shares, he says, again, it'll be like a man going on a journey who called his servants and entrusted his property to them. To the one he gave five talents of money, to another two talents, to another one talent. Notice this, each according to his ability. And then he went on his journey. Now, God has given us, all of us, some ability, some 
resources. Amen? Even Jacob was sharing that this morning, this idea that everybody has something that God has given us. Now, we have a few people that are like, oh, God didn't give me anything. Do you any people like that? I don't have any talents. I don't have any ability. I just, I got nothing. God didn't give me anything. Yes, God did, but you may have to look a little harder sometimes to spot it. Sometimes it's usually just a matter of encouragement, and then we'll, we'll do that. I remember one of the Wednesday nights, one of the best things I think we ever did here, we had one of our church family that was feeling that way. Oh, I'm just not anything. And so we wrote down characteristics about people around the table, and then we got to read them out loud. And when this person got to hear all these things about himself, it really made him realize he had great value and great worth, okay? And I want you to kind of think about that this morning. You do. You have value. You have worth. The Lord has things for you to do. Now, some of us have different gifts. Amen? How many of you are straight-A students? How many of you are not straight-A students? <laughs> okay, right? Some of us do good in school. Some of us not so much. We've heard a little bit about that even in our prayer request this morning. Uh, how many of you are rich? Seriously? Nobody's going to raise their hand on that? You guys... There you go. Melissa says she raised her. Bella, you're rich? Bella says she's loaded. Nope. As a child, I think I always thought, ah, oh, I did okay, whatever. But I had no clue as you get to travel the world just a little bit, you begin to realize we are loaded, right? We have so much that we don't realize, okay? Some of us are poor, and yet the Lord has, has things for us to do. Um, here's another thing I want you to think about. I think your gifting, not just your talents and abilities, but the resources the Lord gives you, it changes throughout your life. And it gets a little frustrating as you get older. Amen? Because the things that I could do when I was 20 and 30 and 40, preacher hit the half century mark this weekend, officially an old person. Some things you can't do anymore, right? And you have to recognize that Maybe before where I could go and lift and move and help that way that physically my body doesn't let me do that, but I can still pray and give and encourage and share. So your talents and abilities may even shift depending on your age. I want you to think about that a little bit today. Here's a few points I want you to, to really to listen to this morning as well. First thing is not everybody got the same amount, right? The first guy got what? Or first gal, I don't know, five. The second one? Two, and the last one, one. Now, despite what our culture seems to try to tell us today, everybody is not the same. Everybody should be respected. Everybody should be loved. But everybody does not have the same stuff, the same time, the same talents, the same resources, the same relationships. Everybody does not have the same. Jesus speaks it pretty clearly right here in this passage, doesn't he, right? Some people got five. Do you guys know some people that have five? You know what I'm talking about? You do. How come this guy can jump 50 inches off the ground and I can only do six? For my, the, my high school career, that was like my life. I wanted to dunk a basketball so bad and I had like a 20 inch vertical and I'm, the people that I admired had like 40. I was like, oh, why is that not fair? Why is that girl so pretty and I look like this, right? How come he always gets A's on his test and he never studies and I work so hard and I get C's, right? Why She sings so great. Why couldn't I sing? They can play instruments. Why can't I play instruments? They are so good with construction and they can fix things and build things. I can't do any of that. That's called gift envy. Any of you ever have gift envy? 
Yeah. Here's the truth, though. What you see from the Lord is some people got five and some people didn't. Your responsibility is to make do with what the Lord gave you, whether it was the five or the one. It's not to be envious over the other direction. All right. I want you to think about that a little bit this morning. Not everybody has the same amount. Not everybody is the same. God has given a lot to some and he's given just a little bit to others. What has God given to you? So we're going to work through four things a couple times this morning. And I want you to think about this with me a little bit. This is your time for reflection a little bit and self-evaluation. God has given you time. Amen. Um, I had a real, what was, it was Friday and it was my birthday and I was all happy and excited. We had this Isaiah and Brooklyn and Wendy cooked and it was all good. But my notice that my kids run on a different time than I do. Like I get home at about like 5, 5.15 and I like supper at about 5.30. And I think we were having supper about 7.30. Like it's my birthday. I should be able to have it at 5.30, right? It was delicious, by the way. It didn't matter. And then it was like, well, what are we going to do? Okay, let's go for a walk. All right, that's good. So we had a really good walk, come back. And then any of you, I don't know if you watch this show or not, we watch Blue Buds around our house a lot, right? And it was a two-hour special. So that meant we had to stay up. And we started it late because we were back from the walk, but we had the DVR going, so we actually could start it late and watch it. And I really wanted to get up early and go fishing Saturday when the water would be calm. And so I knew I was going to have to get up like at 5 o'clock so we could do that. But it was already 11 o'clock, and I hadn't packed anything. And I was stressing out. And then when I got up, I was tired. You can ask my wife, I was super grouchy when I got back Saturday because I was completely exhausted. Now, did I have the same 24 hours on Friday that everybody else had? I did, right? But what did I do with mine? I was trying to pack way too much stuff into that 24-hour period. If I had let one or two things go, it would have been better probably for me and the way that I treated people the next day. <laughs> First thing I want you to think about this morning, with your time, what has God given you? Now, we don't all get the same time of years, do we, right? We know that. Some people die very young. Some people live over 100. But everybody in here, you got 24 hours today. And what you do with your 24 hours, a lot of times, especially in our culture, is driven by you, isn't it, right? Even think about today. What are you going to do today? You have a lot of opportunities to do a lot of different things. It's actually pretty sun is shining right now, right? Like, preacher, if you hurry up real quick, I can go do the things I want to do, right? What are you going to do with the 24 hours? you got the choice today, and that's the first thing I want you to think about. You've been entrusted with time. What are you doing with your time? And I hope that you don't have to look back later in your life and say, oh, no, I've wasted it. I've wasted it. But instead, I hope you can say, I resourced the time that God gave me. I used it for his glory, okay? Second thing today. Uh, talent. And I, I like to think of this as giftings, right? So we got a lot of different giftings in here, you know? And it's amazing to me what some of you guys are able to do. Um, Brother Rick back there, when it comes to windows, he's the guy. And I just would just look at the crack in the window and be like, yeah, I got to call the guy because I don't have a clue how to make that happen, right? When it comes to welding, my dad has been welding stuff for my little kayak boat making stuff. I'm like, how he does that, how Brother Todd, Zach, how they do that stuff. It is beyond me, right? I, that is not my gifting. But even can those things be used for the glory of God? Absolutely, right? Not only can you provide for your family, but sometimes you can help people in need with giftings like that. When we took a men's uh, team that went on disaster relief, these guys that knew how to work uh, 
chainsaws and skid steers and tractors. They would get on this big equipment and they would go and they would clear out somebody's yard in a matter of hours where trees had fallen from ice storms or tornadoes or hurricanes, things like that. And they were using those gifts that God had given, the talent they had been given, they were magnifying the Lord and making an opportunity for someone to go in and make a connection, share the gospel. All right? So today, sometimes I think you think, well, I'm not a preacher, I'm not a deacon, I'm not a Sunday school teacher, I'm not a singer, I'm not that, I don't fit that thing. Well, guess what? God gave you gifts to use for his glory, and it may be a chainsaw today is your gift. All right? Think about your talents. Think about your resources. And this is where the Lord's been hitting me up today, right? What are the resources that you have? We all can check your bank book. That's a resource. But what about everything else you have? What about your vehicle? Have you ever used your vehicle for the glory of God? I don't know how many times I've seen Diane's uh, Dillard's van packed for the glory of God, right? Can you pick up kids? Some of you have done that over the years, haven't you, right? Use that vehicle to bring people here so they can hear the gospel. What can you do with the things that God has given you? Today, think about that with me just a little bit. If you have a whole bunch of stuff in your house that you never touch and you never use, don't you think it's time to resource that stuff for God's glory? Use it or lose it. Use it or give it away. Can I get an amen there? Right? That's what the preacher needs to do. We need to take enough time to go through some stuff that is of no benefit or no use for God's glory in my life, and I need to get it to somebody who can use it for his glory resources, okay? And then the one I don't think we think about a lot is relationships. Could you use your relationships for the glory of God? That's what we're trying to do a lot of times with our missionary friends is they're reaching out to us and we're reaching out to others to try to help resource things so that we can help again. Praise the Lord. What have you been entrusted with today? Take a quick inventory. What do you have that God is expecting you to use to bring him praise and honor? What is it? And I can't answer that for you. Today, you'll have to do that. This is a good quote. I thought something again to think about how we are using the gifts that God has given us. You can have certain creaturely talents, which are amazing often, but if they are misdirected and not in praise to the Lord, but in praise to oneself or in praise of reason or in praise of the almighty dollar, then the sin has ruined the good creaturely gift that God has given us. That's from Calvin Searfield, right? Don't let the sin ruin the gift that God has given you. Real quick, what about our church? Same kind of thing, right? We've been given facilities, which is great. We've been given a community to serve, but we've also been giving people. How are we developing the people that God is giving us? I want to tell you guys, the Lord just hammered me a couple weeks ago about the young people and the time I get with them. I mean, it's only a half an hour probably on a Sunday morning but I'm like, I've got to make the very best and most of that 30 minutes to try to help those kids know that I love Jesus and help them along their way that they love Jesus. I can't just waste that time. The Lord just, he was wearing me out about that. I cannot waste it. And I want to challenge you this morning the same thing in our church family. How are we using uh, the time we've been given to develop the people? All right. What has God entrusted with you? That's the first thing. Second thing this morning, what have you done with what God has given you? Look on down, if you would, there, verse 16. The man who received the five talents went at once, and he put his money to work, and he gained five more. And so also the one with two talents, he gained two more. But the man who had received the one talent, he went off, he dug a hole in the ground, and he hid his master's money. What have you done with what God has given you? 
Um, well, first of all, some folks will get a lot out of their little. Amen? Don't you love people like that? I love being around people who can just take a little bit and they just make it into so much. That's so amazing to me. Some folks will get a little bit more than they were given, right? I was given this much. I did a little bit with it, got a little extra. But here's the thing I want you to also consider this morning. Jesus points out, and we'll talk a little bit more about this in just a moment. Some folks are scared to death to take any risks, and so they hide what they have been given. Oh, I don't know. You might have met people like this. They have an incredible musical talent, but they're so shy and so scared and so afraid of how they'll be judged that they just stuff it down, right? Oh, no, I could never do that. I could never do that. There's people that way about teaching as well, right? We want you to take a leadership role in this, this class. Oh, no, 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 I could never do that. I could never do that, <laughs> right? People that need to take a, a, a chance on going to the jail, going downtown to the homeless ministry, going into the nursing home, going to help special needs students and kids. Oh, that scares me. I'm just, I don't, I don't think I could do that ever. Don't hide your talent. Can you let the Lord speak to you this morning? Some of you, God is calling you into places that you're scared to death to go into. The Lord is telling you, don't bury that gift because of your fear. And that's exactly what was going on here. Again, are you using the resources God has given you? So real quick, same four we just went over. How are you investing your time? The Lord hit us. I thought it was so interesting that last Sunday we talked about losing your life. And what did we talk about Wednesday night? Losing your life. It was in two different books, but it was the same passage. I think the Lord's trying to get our attention, right? We need to lose our life each day. I want to tell you guys that was so good for me last week, every morning for my prayer. My beginning prayer was, Lord, help me know what it is to lose my life today that you can save it. And I hope that you'll continue that mindset. We need to begin each day asking the Lord how to use that day for him. That's how we use our time. How are you investing your talents? What are you doing with your abilities? Uh, the big Le- LeBron James quote was, I'm taking my talents to South Beach. We watched a Kobe documentary this weekend, and he said, I'm taking my talents to the NBA. <laughs> Where are you taking your talents? Right? Those things that God has given you, those abilities that you've been given, how are you giving them back to the Lord? What are gifts are you giving back to the Lord? Your resources. Are you consuming them, as James would say, upon your own lusts? Or are you investing them into bringing people towards Christ. Again, we just said this earlier. Maybe you need to get rid of some stuff or maybe you need to give some stuff away. What are you doing with what God has given you? And then finally, relationships. Are you making the most of them for him? So the question becomes very simple. Are you hiding or utilizing your gifts? And here's what I want to talk to you about this morning. Uh, It's good and bad. The, The guy that gives five and gets five, the Lord says, well done. The guy that gives to and gets to, the Lord says, well done. But for the third guy who hides his talent in the ground, there's accountability. And it is not pretty. And I want you to hear it not from my words today, but from the Lord's mouth today. Look down, if you would, in verse 19. Again, Jesus telling the story to those who would listen. And we need to listen to his words today. After a long time, the master of those servants returned and he settled accounts with them. The man who had received the five talents brought the other five. Master, he said, you entrusted me with five talents. See, I have gained five more. His master replied, what? Well done, good and faithful servant. You have been faithful with a few things. 
I will put you in charge of many things. Come and share your master's happiness. Anybody want to see that when you see Jesus one day? That's the good thing, right? That's the thing to dream for. That's the thing to work towards. Well done. Come and share your master's happiness. All right, look in verse 22. The man with the two talents also came. Master, he said, you entrusted me with two talents. I've gained two more. And his master replied, well done, good and faithful servant. You've been faithful with a few things. I will put you in charge of many things. Come and share your master's happiness. Again, it's not only the five talent people that have an opportunity to share in the master's happiness, just to have well done said about them, right? Two talent people as well, okay? Verse 24, then the man who had received the one talent came. Master, he said, I knew that you are a hard man harvesting where you have not sown and gathering where you have not scattered seed. So I was what? I was afraid. He was driven by his fear. I was afraid. And I went out. I hid your talent in the ground. See, here is what belongs to you. Now, do you think that the master's a little bit hard on this guy? Right? Well, at least he gave him his talent back, right? <laughs> Is that what you're going to do when you meet the Lord one day? Are you going to say, well, here you go. You can have back what, what you gave me. But look at the master's response. And look at verse 26. Again, this is, this is not a light thing, all right? His master replied, you wicked and lazy servant. So you knew that I harvest where I have not sown and gather where I have not scattered seed. Well, then you should have put my money on deposit with the banker so that when I returned, I would have received it back with interest. And look at this. Take the talent from him and give it to the one who has the 10 talents. For everyone who has will be given more and he will have an abundance. And whoever does not have even what he has will be taken from him. Remember we were talking about losing your life last week? And we're talking about die and deny and follow me. We said there was not an in-between space, right? It was an all or none proposition. And you guys, as we're walking through this study on discipleship, I hope you're kind of hearing the Lord's voice on this. There's not like this little in-between place where you can kind of have your cake and eat it too. It's follow Jesus with everything or don't follow him at all. And that's what's hard about these passages. It's not like Jesus is going to say to the person with the one talent who hit in the ground, oh, you're going to lose out on a little reward. You should have done a little bit better. That's not what's happening in this passage. Look at this passage with me and a few things I want you to see. First off, the master will return. There is a day of judgment and accountability for every individual. That is not Pastor Penn. That is the word of God. Everybody sitting in here in this place today if God is real, if Jesus is real, and he is, there is a day of accountability for every one of us. You're going to stand before the Lord, and you're going to be held accountable for what you are giving. And we know that grace <laughs> is our salvation, but we're going to be held accountable. We will be judged. Those two of us effectively use the things God has given them will be given even more and they will receive a commendation from the Lord but those who have wasted their talents and wasted their resources their outlook and this is my word here their outlook is horrible look again look at the story they receive harsh words from the Lord you wicked lazy servant right they will realize for eternity what they could have done 
that's got to be one of the hardest things, doesn't it? Could you imagine living out eternity thinking, if only? You want to talk about the greatest regrets of your life? If only, if only, if only for all eternity. Let's not have those regrets. Let's surrender everything we have to the Lord. Their gifts will be given to others who will use them effectively. And here's the thing I want you to hear most of this morning. Those who hide their talent, they will lose everything that matters. Look down if you would there in verse 30. And again, I'm trying to convey this this morning as clearly and as simply as I can. Not trying to scare you, but trying to be honest with the word of God. It is a matter of life and death. Look in verse 30. This is Jesus telling the story. He says, and throw that worthless servant outside into the darkness where there'll be weeping and gnashing of teeth. It's not Paul talking, it's not John talking, it's not Peter talking. This is the Son of God telling the story. I don't think we talk about hell enough. We use it in all kinds of words and phrases in all kinds of shows and sports. (laughs) We don't talk about what it really is. And here it is from Jesus' mouth, not mine. He says, the servant who doesn't use his resources he who hides them, throw them into darkness where there is weeping and gnashing of teeth. You guys, Jesus speaks more of hell than anyone else does in the whole scriptures. It's Jesus who tells us that. And here he says today, he doesn't pull any punches. He says to the worthless servant, get out. It's not, oh, you lost your reward. It's not what he says. He says, throw them into the darkness. So my challenge to you today is don't be, and to me today, don't be that worthless servant. Do not hide or waste your talents and your resources, but use them for the Lord. Use what you have for the Lord. It will make all the difference in this world and in the next. (laughs) I don't want any of us to be spending an eternity where we're thinking what I could have done, should have done, tried to do. Let's today again, Lord, help me lose my life for you and you use it. All right. Some of you are loaded with gifts. You're loaded with talents. You're loaded with resources. Some of you have almost nothing. But the message today is it doesn't matter. Today is to give what the Lord has given you and use it for his glory. All right, I want to close with one final illustration this morning, then we'll be done. Again, just to help you think about using what you have now. And this is a secular story, but it makes such a good point about utilizing what we've been given. A recent article in Forbes reported the conclusion of Chuck Feeney's journey to give away a fortune. The article was titled this, The Billionaire Who Wanted to Die Broke is Now Officially Broke. (laughs) Feeney, 89 years old, co-founded airport retailer Duty Free Shoppers all the way back in 1960. He amassed billions while living a life of monk-like frugality. Over the last four decades, He has donated more than $8 billion to charities, universities, and foundations worldwide through his foundation, and he did it all anonymously. Because of this clandestine globe-trotting giving campaign, Forbes called him the James Bond of philanthropy. His example ignited a firestorm of radical generosity by uh, other billionaires. More than 210 billionaires have signed a giving pledge to date. And in an article titled, Zero is the Hero, Feeney summarized his mission in a few sentences. I see little reason to delay giving when so much good can be achieved through supporting worthwhile causes. 
Besides, it's a lot more fun to give while you live than to give while you're dead. Did you catch that? Now at the conclusion of his journey to broke, Feeney tells Forbes, we learned a lot. We could do some things differently, but I am very satisfied. I feel very good about completing this on my watch. And to those wondering about giving while living, try it. You'll like it. (laughs) What a way to live, right? Don't wait till you're passed on for everything to be distributed. Make use of the things the Lord has given you now. Real quick, everybody stay with me. We're about to finish up here. What have you been entrusted with? Your time, your talents, your resources, and your relationships. What has God given you? Think about that a little bit this morning. What do you have? And then how are you using those things for God's glory? Your time, your talents, your resources, and your relationships, right? Let's stand this morning. If you would today, just go ahead and bow your head and close your eyes just for a moment here today. I want you to think with me 